0: He is the modern-day Don Nealon.
1: But Don Nealon's Mountaineers enjoy walking in where angels fear to tread. He's I've bought been- into the program. As the hills of West Virginia resound with the sounds of Golden football. It is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. Let them know, leave no doubt tonight, leave no doubt. Tonight, no doubt. They
2: shouldn't have the old Golden I was watching the SPN today and they showed a little thing about uh, our game tonight in the poll. And the whole U.S. was covered in red. And the only state, the greatest state in the nation,
1: was covered in blue. That was West Virginia. And that's why we won this game.
3: Trust the climb.
0: And now it's time for the Country Roads Webcast. What's going on, down your nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads Webcast. Joined by my co-host Bradley, as always, I'm Jordan Cruz. And we got a couple special guests here with us today for a Country Roads conversation. I'm sure you all know the Wolfman, Dale Wolfley. You've seen him on many Mountaineer platforms. And we also have a special guest here, (laughs) Tommy Two. These two are going to be starting up their own West Virginia show. So we're very honored and really appreciative of your time, gentlemen. Thanks for coming on the Country Roads webcast today. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. I know. know, It's uh, exciting. Tommy Two, give us a
2: boom. Boom. You bring the boom, I bring the pow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Hey, there you go, the dynamic duo. Yeah, uh, really I appreciate you guys for coming on, and uh, really excited. You guys uh, bringing the energy, and there's always good energy when we're talking uh, Mountaineer football, and that's that's kind of what I wanted to kick it off with, with a question uh, for you guys. I know uh, Wolf, I know you're around the program a lot. I know we just you know wrapped up the spring game, and uh, of course that was only one of you know 15 practices. That, you know, us fans get to see. But I know you saw more than that. And one of the things that stood out to me, I do a little uh, segment on our YouTube channel, Cruise Film Reviews, where I kind of break down some of the plays throughout the game. And I knew throughout the spring they had talked a lot about West Virginia using, you know, two back sets um, in the practices, um, you know, whether it's one guy stays in to, uh, to pass block and somebody goes out in the pass protection or you got a lead blocker for the guy you're handing it off to. I really like the the sound of that, and I know in the spring they wanted to keep it a little bit more vanilla, seeing a lot of 10 personnel and, and 11 personnel. So my question is, throughout the other practices, did you see more of the two back sets? You know, 21 personnel, maybe even uh, 22 personnel, and do you think we'll see some more of that from uh, Graham Harrell's offense this upcoming season? Yeah, you'll see a little
1: bit of 21, you'll see a little bit of 20. Actually, that's two running backs, zero tight ends, three wide receivers, and he's gonna he's gonna have a whole bag. You know, he did build vanilla for very much for most of the time and, uh but it did show it did show one thing man dude likes to take shots and you know that's what they've been doing off spring taking shots down the field an exciting offense not only for the receivers but for the offensive line and the tight ends and the running badges of course now they have four solid ones there with a few others that are a little bit behind them but they have a lot of tools, and when you have
0: so many tools,
1: you got to find a way to get them on the field, and that means going twenty personnel for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I think four four great horses there in the backfield, so I was excited to hear about that, and I, I love the offense that we saw. You know, you don't want to show Pitt anything, so of course that's why they kept it a little bit more vanilla. But I think there's a lot of good wrinkles that we'll see going in into the season. And I'm the X's and O's kind of guy. I love the stats, I love the numbers, and then. You know, my other two co-hosts are a little bit more on the on the recruiting and the NIL and stuff like that, and that's what I'm going to pass the mic here to Brad because I think he had a question uh, relating to uh, NIL transfer portal type of stuff. So, Brad, go ahead and take it away.
3: Yeah, uh, so I cover a lot of our recruiting stuff, and it's something uh, we've been wondering is, You're working with the country roads trust and how, how do you feel like that was a pretty big move for West Virginia. I think we heard Neil Brown talk about it earlier in the spring season. We were going after a certain recruit and he had said that, you know, we were lacking behind in that a little bit on the NIL side and uh, the kind of foundation that we had set up for it. And I think after that, Neil Brown kind of talked about how we were making a step for that. And that's when we saw the country roads trust introduced and we saw some little big, um, big West Virginia personalities get invested in that. Like yourself, and uh, I wanted to know if you could give us some more insight on that, kind of like what it's like in your day-to-day life talking, interacting with those people. I know you guys try to get the players on a lot to, you know, try to get them a brand out there, but like some of the things that you guys have got going on.
1: Absolutely. But let's take a step backwards and see where this came from the very beginning. Because Tommy Two, unknown to many as he's going to be known here shortly is a super agent. And he's an agent <laughs> in all types of avenues. And, he was always there at the beginning of this whole NIL thing in the formation, meeting with Oliver Luck, Stephen Ford. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Tommy. Tell, tell us how this all came about and your perspective. Even though you work with uh, Country Roads Trust, you are not a specific part of it. Uh, tell us what went down, man. Well, it's just
2: been an exciting time, you know, with, with the changes in NIL laws when all this stuff opened up. You know, as West Virginians, we knew that in order to compete, We were going to have to look at new models and ways to, you know, stay in the game. And, you know, the economic impact was so important to our state that we couldn't be negligent. Yeah, we all want to win. But the reality is WVU sports provides about $350 million a year of economic impact into the state and about $80 million of economic impact just into Mon County. And so, yeah, yeah, we all want to win. But we also have to recognize that with this change in law that has forced these changes in sport, we have to stay competitive to not only keep our teams where we want to be, but to also keep our economic impact strong. And so, you know, in starting to build models, you know, where we were going to be able to be successful and not only compete with other schools, but lead the nation in our NIL activities, you know, the Country Roads Trust was formed by Oliver Luck and Ken Kendrick. And, you know, there's just been a, tremendous amount of activity and new growth and, you know, it's just a very exciting time and it is a time of great change and it's a time of a lot of questions, but it is the future. And so we're very lucky to to have such great leadership in the state of West Virginia, pulling us through this change in NIL.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. Uh,
2: That's awesome. Let me continue then
1: with that because you talked about the Country Trust and how they're affecting it. Stephen Ford is doing a great job under the direction with Ted Kendrick and Oliver Block and Amanda. Macy, of course, uh, is doing a fantastic job. And there's also Taylor Hedgwood that's involved in Country Roads Trust. Now, if you didn't have a Country Roads Trust, guys, you're not going to have a team that you have right now. You say, what do you mean? Well, I'm telling you right now, they've put in a ton of money into football already, signing signing with basketball, getting them involved in the team. They're, They're picking up a lot of players each and every week. And so what we did, the Country Roads Trust, is we went over and interviewed over 35, maybe 38 players. Uh, Even the last show that Amanda had some in there, co-hosting as well. But they're all getting money for that. The question I encountered is why are you having so much content out there? Well, content is what fills the pockets with coin, with money, moolah, right? So that's what you need, is to have the content. So in COVA, like this right here, that sponsor that whole Country Road six-episode podcast can get their name out there because it's name, image, likeness, which means that, yes, we want to pay them to stay here and to play here, but we also have to worry about economics, as Tommy, too, so diligently diligently explained. And let me say this, okay? What they're doing is they're they're out there. It's a wild, wild west atmosphere right now, and there's no laws regulating Jack, not Jack, okay? So we have to get out there, and if you look at it, we are in the forefront. Whether you look at the shade lines up there, you know, how respected he is and how involved he is and the rules changing and what's going to be coming down the line. And if you look at it, i overlook. Who knows what's going to happen where he's going with this. Uh, Again, West Virginia is at the forefront, and so when we provide all this content, it is because we're not – we're trying to get our players paid so they stay to the play.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where your guys' podcast comes in really big. From like an, another perspective, uh, I kind of thought about from when the fans started the the fundraising, you know, that garnered you know a, a bunch of money that came from. I think one of the greatest resources of West Virginia has always been our people. I think that that's always been one of our biggest assets that we have. And so one thing I've been curious about the kind of like. Uh, uh, is play, players like selling, like, I would like to buy a player jersey, and I know you can put their name on that. And I think that players uh, getting their name out there on, like, jerseys and things like that that we can sell and buy as fans also gets us invested in them as players. And I think the kids also want to stay for that. They want to stay for the people that bought a jersey for them, that, like, uh, you know, encourage them and help support them. And so I was wondering if you guys have, a like, are trying to figure out a way for fans to kind of, like, instead of going for big donors but maybe trying to do it collectively throughout the state, you know, the small $10 donor guys and stuff like that. Where, I mean, granted, Jersey's going to be more than that. But, you know, that gives us the chance for the West Virginia, our greatest, you know, asset to really get out there and put our money behind it. Yeah, Tommy, to <laughs> you answer that quickly?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a variety of different ways that individuals can contribute. Um, you know, there's the subscription service that Country Roads Trust is going to be rolling through. You know, I also have other donors who have just came to me and said, hey, Tommy, you know, I want to give $100 a month put it into the pot. I don't care where it goes to. I trust everybody. Other ways that people are helping, you know, I'll go back to, we're having fun with what we're doing. Okay. The uh, Jalen Bridges pepperoni roll, the agent of, okay. Just our West Virginia nation. Okay. Liking and sharing that video. Yeah. Just that no one had to spend a penny. Just all of our togetherness and liking and sharing that propelled that you know, to the point where it ended up on ESPN's best deals in, in NIL in college sports. So all that exposure that the state got was only, wasn't only, was because anybody paid any money. Yeah. It was because together we liked it and we shared it and we all grew it together. It didn't cost us a penny. So there's lots yeah. of stuff.
1: I did not know, Tommy, too, that we would get, what, 10 minutes later you'd be mentioning your pepperoni roll commercial. <laughs> um, well, On oh, ESPN, man. Uh, call uh, money.
2: Oh, you oh my gosh! Button, right, yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming. Button. Sometimes I knew,
1: it, I knew it was coming. I didn't know you're gonna do it within ten minutes. All right, so <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. But listen, you know, as Tommy was was saying, it and, and what's really important is when you go ahead and you support a Country Roads Trust, knowing mm-hmm. that it's nil. Okay, what does that do to Encova? you're supporting your watching so again is and i'm not just hanging cold okay i'm saying anyone that's a sponsor they're coming up with a lot of big sponsors and rightfully so but when you're doing that again you're helping you're not even spending a penny right. but you're you're supporting and so that makes advertisers go there's marketability with that that's yes. getting out there to our customers it's a real world man we're living in a real world and money means a whole bunch uh economics especially So. Just get out there and support, Matt. Get out there. Don't worry about it because we're keeping players. I'll tell you, something's going to come out, and you're going to find out one of our big players that are, come in will be supported by NIL, and NIL is there for a reason. And the Mountaineers and Mountain Nation and the state of West Virginia need it all. Yeah, and awesome. man, one more Absolutely. thing about
2: what you're asking about how the ways that people can help without any money. Okay, one of the biggest things that NIL has brought is more charitable enactments into the state and then using these NIL athletes to work with charities that are helping to raise more money for that charity. And so again, all the people have to do is participate with the charity and that helps also, you don't have to spend the money. It's, it's about charity. And you know, the charity in West Virginia is great already, as we all know, but NIL and all the different charities in the state are working together more so than ever. And that's been great for helping the people in the state that need it most.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, on that note, make sure you guys like awesome. and share the video. It always helps.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Support support's key for the for the Mountaineers, for the Country Roads Trust staying ahead in the in the NIL game as, as this continues to develop. And it's sports key for us here on YouTube, you know, as well. So if you're watching on the video side, that subscribe button, hit that like button, it helps with the YouTube algorithm. And if you're listening on the audio side on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating, uh, that helps there as well. And while we're on the subject of uh, Country, Roads Trust, Country Roads Trust rather, and NIL, our other co-host, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us today, uh, Stephen, but he did have a question he wanted me to ask you guys, uh, Tommy Two and Wolfman. So uh, from our other co-host, uh, he says, with Country Roads Trust now in place, for a school like West Virginia who has prided themselves on getting recruits that can develop over time and the top teams typically getting guys that can start right away, how does West Virginia keep up within the Power 5 schools getting talent and keeping talent on board?
1: I'll tell you I think what you're you going to do. Let me take that real quick, Tommy. So ahead. what happens is there's only so much resource available to a West Virginia type of team. You have to make the most – out of those resources for key positions, okay? It's a new day and age in college football. Don't talk to me about development anymore as a majority of what's happening. Forget about red-shirting all the time, offense, defensive alignment, absolutely. But it's about playing. And, again, you better make the most. I told Shane in the ESPN broadcast that you have to be the best at the the transfer portal as coaches, you have to be the best knowing how to use that to fulfill your needs. And the same thing is with NIL and the resources that you do have. You have to be the best as a university, as an agents, as Country Roads Trust, to fill in those specific needs where the money is needed. Go ahead, Todd.
2: Well, and I think Wolfman definitely right. But to add a little bit more to that, you know, I think that we really need to outthink people. Just because we don't have as much money as somebody else doesn't mean we're not smarter. We're not going to outwork them, and we don't have better intellectual talent. We don't need all the money to beat everybody else, man. We've got great people. We've got great talent. And when we all work together, you know, it's going to be something special. And You know, our NIL collective isn't ran by a bunch of boosters who are restaurant owners. Okay, we have Oliver Luck, who's one of the foremost minds in sport. We have Ken Kendrick, one of the owners of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Those guys work and negotiate in sport for a living, okay? This is not guys who are regular boosters just throwing money together to have fun. Well, they have a strategic plan in place, as Wolf alluded to earlier. You know, Shane Lyons is one of the authorities in the country on the portal and the head of many committees, Okay, we have many people who are leading the way in this greatest change in the economics of sports. So, yeah, we may not have as much money, but we've got the best people, and we're going to outwork people, and we're going to outthink people, and we're going to show them the true West Virginia. Then you'll talk up, you.
3: Going... You'll Yeah, Boom. that's what you well, do. Smarten the head of an adolescent.
2: Yeah, and I think that
3: that actually plays into kind of like what we see with our athletics right now where that almost feels like a culture thing. It's a culture of West Virginia. It's the culture of who we are. And so we've been looking for a culture program-building guy, and I feel like we found that in a guy like Neil Brown that has embraced the family aspect. And that's why when you hear him say words like, I believe more now in the kind of program that I'm running than I ever have before, it's things like that that make you think that we're headed in the right directions because it's a culture thing. And it seems that, you know – We're really trying to embody that and get kids to stay here with that kind of culture. And I think, you know, it draws kids and it makes them want to play for that kind of program. I
2: agree with you. And to the end of culture changes, you know, that's important. But we look at it introspectively as West Virginians. We also have to change the cultural perspective of others having of us across the country. Because when we're trying to recruit and these recruits don't know West Virginia and they only hear the poor comments and the negative stereotypes that are common about our state, that really hurts us. And so we have to do culture change outside the borders of the state for our recruiting. And that's to recruit everybody, the best doctors, the best athletes, the best in everything. So all of us together, you know, really need to work on changing that culture outside of our borders, do the things that we're doing just like this.
1: But yeah, the the you got to do that from inside, though. It's got to be, we got to change us first in our way of thinking, not the sky is falling, not that we're West Virginia, not that we're last in... Different areas, or where are we first? And what are the positives? That's a, well, how much I hear this crap all the time. Oh, the sky is falling. We're West Virginia. We can't win in West Virginia. We don't have the resources that the SEC does. Well, let me tell you something. I played for a national championship. Okay. And we've had teams that have done it extremely well. We can win and we can do it in here. And to put it all together with the leadership that we have, okay, that's good. But you got, you got to have a Chiefs, but you better have your Indians as well. And what I mean by that is you better have the followers that are there supporting in the way that they can. Each of us has a role. Don't know if it's money. Don't know if it's giving time. Don't know if it's going out there and, and letting people know what we need. Okay? That's what we're going to do. And that really leads into where we're headed for our show that we're doing, the Wolfman Topic 2. I'll let you get in that later. Go ahead and shoot what's next.
0: No, that's actually, that's actually perfect timing because I was going to kind of um, segue into that anyways and talk a little bit about, about your all show because I can tell just now by sitting here talking with you guys just a little bit that we've got to. Having a great time, by the way, but you all have great chemistry, and uh, I think it's going to be awesome, and I can't wait to, to watch it. But just tell yeah. and your Nation a little bit about some of the things you guys are going to be covering and where they can find that because uh, I'd i love to hear about more and see more of uh, the Wolfman and Tommy 2 uh, interact together. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah I am going to go ahead because it says Wolfman – and Tommy too. Yeah. Okay. So thank
1: first. you, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. All right. But no, honestly, uh, I've been really excited about this. I've wanted to do this for a very, very long time. I uh, have my own show, and and I got together with Tommy, and I'm like, you know, Tommy too, man. We, we got so many contacts throughout the state, throughout Belted Nation, and you know, I'm like, man, when we came together, put our resources together, we could really come up with something special to promote not only WVU. But West Virginia, what's good about West Virginia? You know, I talk about the, the situations that maybe put us in a, a different light, maybe not so good, light, how we can fix it. There's gonna be a lot of that stuff, but mainly it is a sports show. We are talking, we are talking sports, WVU sports. We're talking about what's the national issues of the day. We're gonna have guest gore. I, I used to be a part of the varsity club, I uh, just recently left. Uh, and I have so many former alumni that just want to get on and talk about their love of WBU, their sports. And our first show is going to be taped from the 10th floor of WBU Medicine Children's with Jeff hoss The hoss man. No. I mean, this is what's going. It's going to go big, and it's going to show that Mountaineer floor. It's what he did, man. Talk about getting jacked up we the Wolfman and Tommy 2 show. I mean, my goodness, man. I got the cane to prove it. We're here. We're fired up. Uh, Tommy 2,
2: go ahead and fill in, man. Well, Wolf's got all the energy and passion for a lot of the X's and O's stuff. And what I'm trying to bring to the show is all the other things that tie into sports. We're going to be bringing feature foods from different restaurants every week. We're going to be talking about unique subjects, just old school man around the table laughing talking having fun you know we want to talk a little bit about history and some of the mountaineer things that have really helped build and form who we are i mean there's just so many good things that we have to talk about in our state and you know sports is west virginia and certainly any type of news variety show in west virginia If you don't have sports involved, you don't have anything. We've got so much positive news around the entire state, as Wolfman said. You know, there's just so much good stuff to talk about. We're going to bring a lot of new energy to it. We're going to do some stuff on campus. We're going to be in different locations. And, again, focusing on charity all at the same time. But a lot of truth and a lot of fun and a lot of behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. And we're just going to bring it to you the right way, man. And let me just say this. A lot of
1: smack as well. Okay, you You know what I'm saying? We're going to have the other thing too. Is eventually it's going to go live as well, uh, and we're going to have a lot of fan interaction. I don't mean fans of me or Tommy too, which I I doubt they'll have any. But I'm saying is <laughs> that the fans of these sports teams, we're going to have nil. We're going to have the players. Uh, I believe. Are we allowed to say who the first NIL guest is time to? No, we can't say it yet. No. Nah, we come on. Get, we get, oh my oh, gosh! All oh, right, too. So okay,
2: yeah. well. I already. It's not, dry, I, it's not dry, man. It's not dry, man. We got. Uh, to uh, oh, no, what, like, no little
3: I, tasty bits. Nothing. No breadcrumb. Oh, I, truth, love. What, come, what did you say? Truth, love,
0: and
1: what did you say with fun? a little breadcrumb. All right. When he, when he starts talking about love and stuff, you know, I'm going to start talking smack. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> okay, right, because right. that's right, right there. It's <laughs> all about love.
2: But we also want to do a lot of fan engagement. We want to do some different types of contests and have a lot of fun and really draw people in of all ages because, you know, we're a unique state and that, you know, Mountaineer Nation is from, you know, 14 year olds to 80 year olds. You know, there's not that many of us. So, You know, we really want to reach to all different generations, you know, through the Uh, show.
1: Tommy, hey, Tommy, too, what are you? Are you working for the state for the travel or what? What are you, man, for vacations hit the (laughs) state of West Virginia? Whatever is positive, I'm Tommy, too. You're super agent going ahead and selling everything. (laughs) Well, that's what we're supposed to do. All the best and
2: brightest of West Virginia all in one place. That's what we're all trying to do. Every podcast, (laughs) everything we're doing is all about growing West Virginia, baby. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: speaking of what's
0: good, then. What's good with your podcast? Tell us about it. Well, we get on here. We'll talk uh, WU football uh, pretty much all all, at least once a week, try to. Uh, Throughout the season, we'll do a game preview, game review show. I've been trying to grow it up on YouTube lately, doing some YouTube exclusive things on there. So uh, that's always good. And with that, I guess I'll bring it full circle. I I started off talking about the – 2022 Mountaineers We might as well come back and talk a little bit more about the upcoming season. Cause I mean, spring just wrapped up. We're heading into summer, you know, approaching fall. So I'm getting excited Mountaineer football season, best time of the year, of course. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts? I think West Virginia has four scholarships remaining now. Uh, What are the areas that you all think West Virginia should target for those, uh, for those scholarships? I know they probably need some depth in the secondary. Some people have mentioned wide receiver, but in your all's opinion, where do you think West Virginia should go and uh, what else do they need to add to make this team great? Like we all know it can be here in Mountaineer nation.
1: Yeah, obviously on the defensive side, they got to get a linebacker. They need to get some secondary help in there as well. Got a lot of youth in there, uh, a lot of skill, a lot of skill there. Fast guys, I could think of Ballinger Davis at the spear position. Boy, he's got to be good. And You saw Aubrey Burks make that interception there at a double coverage uh, pick. It was a great job, but a lot of skill. They're youth. They need a little bit of help. They need a little bit more experience back there. And I think that's what we are definitely going after. Uh, wide receiver, I, I'm telling you, they can get a wide receiver, but they got some really good young ones. Uh, when you look at Jarrell Williams, who okay, had a nice spring game, but you know, you got your top three and BFW, Sam James, and Keenan Uh Then you got Reese Smith. Then you got uh, Grayson Yeah, you, you know, I mean. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and so you're okay there. And, again, that's what I alluded to before with the 20 personnel running backs, getting two running backs out there, not only in the running game, but helping in the passing game as well because, again, you have all this talent. you got four true running backs that can have ball skills, meaning they can catch the ball. They have to be involved. So as you see, the grand hero likes to go long ball. He likes the medium. And then those check downs, the running backs, are going to play a big role big
2: role in this offense. I think we need to continue with more help on the defensive side of the ball, like we've talked about. We've got so many tools on offense, and, you know, uh, I, I'm a nose guard man, so, you know, I, I believe <laughs> those guys in the middle are the ones who control the pace of the game. And Yeah, we need some help in the secondary with some experience, but, you know, I've got a lot of confidence in the offense and that we've got so many tools, and, you know, when you're able to really intellectually manipulate people on offense because you have so many tools. It makes it a little bit easier. Defense, you got to be stout, baby. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, That's I right. To- you got to be what? Stop, man, you gotta be strong on defense, you gotta good, <laughs> you gotta play team, man. So, man, I'll I, tell you I, what. I'd like to see us get some more experience on defense, but you know, I have full faith in, in the coaching staff and what they have going on, and nobody knows more than what they do, and you know, so it's absolutely. always hard for all of us fans. And we're all fans, you know, to just
1: you need, you need of, to go back to representing the West Virginia, man. Your, your positivity is overwhelming in that area. Uh, go back to
3: <laughs> and leave the breakdowns to me.
2: Hey, man, you know, we can only do what we can do. We can
3: only do yeah. it. Well, I've got one more question. I've got another one for you guys. So we're down uh, here in southern West Virginia, Princeton, a guy that comes from the neighborhood right beside us in Bluefield, is Sean Martin. And I think that's a guy that a lot of people are looking forward to, to taking a step. A lot of guys, uh, a lot of people around here have a lot of love for Sean Martin. So give us your thoughts on him. Let us know how our local boy is doing and what
0: you can expect from him this year. Hey, Bluefield, my alma mater. So I got a yeah. Sean Martin represent.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, you know, Sean Martin is the grandson of Doc Riley, who was a running back uh, back in the, I think it was early 70s. He uh, was very heavily involved in the football world uh, to this day, especially in clinics, football clinics around the country. Uh, and But going to Sean, well, he's a big kid, good Huge. looking. I mean, he looks like he's a legit NFL prospect down the road. He's come a long ways. He needs to come more ways, if you know what I'm saying. But his technique is getting uh, a lot better. Uh, he's, he's using it. He started to think. The games, they always say it slows down. What do you mean by slowing down? Well, again, it's sometimes so fast that you just can't capture what you're doing and you're trying to think. When you start thinking, man, that really slows you down. When it becomes automatic, when you've repped your repetitions for your techniques. So in the fourth quarter – you're not sitting there thinking about your technique because this is going to be automatic. And that's when you become that real player. And that's where he is going to. And he's making that transfer. He's going to be just fine. They love him up here in Morgantown. They love him but for what he's going to be. They love his character. He's a strong uh, character kid. I'll tell you a story real quick. And I know I yeah. cut your time off, Tommy, too, but that's okay. You're all well, right. you... Quick, I need about three minutes again. That's okay. You get stuck, man. Keep it going, man. Well, here's the story. So, Sean Martin was getting interviewed that week by Amanda Maisie, and it, he, he was just blushing out there because he really was just this good-natured kid. And here's Amanda interviewing him and, and <laughs> telling him he's doing good things, and he he just really didn't know how to experience that. And ticket to last week, we interviewed Sean, or a couple weeks ago with a man that I did in the Country Roads Trust. And he was much more composed as an interviewee, okay, because he's learning that experience. It's All those things come in there and it plays into effect because it's, it's on the field, it's off the field activities, reporters to so ask you questions here. You have to get, you know, to be really suave in that area, and he's becoming that. So he's growing not only in the field, but he's growing entirely. And I love the young man. I love watching. Him. And God bless him. He stays healthy. He's going to have a future beyond WBU.
3: Yeah, that's what we like to hear.
1: To yeah, you. well, that's the truth, man. And I, I always bring the truth. Uh, what did Tommy say? Too truth, truth love, and fun. Well, okay. We How about this? I love it. At last, okay, again, talking smack now, all right? You bring that love, I'll bring the smack. I'll yeah. bring the pal. We <laughs> <laughs>
2: both got the booze. got to love it. Show? What are you guys planning on doing over the summer? Tell us about some of the things that you're looking at doing during the dead season, man. What do you guys
0: got for us? Uh, throughout the off season, we've been trying to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of these. Uh, just sit down. We've uh, sat down with some. We sat down with uh, Eugene, Napoleon, uh, Brian, Joe, uh So far, just trying to have some interview episodes. You know, kind of keep things keep people engaged throughout the off season. And then on YouTube, just updating it as as you know, players sign. If anybody commits to the Mountaineers, we'll have some commitment videos out on those. And then uh, Bradley down here does a little segment he calls uh, "Talking the Trail," where he talks about the 2023 class. And Neil Brown's built another good one for sure. I really appreciate uh you guys asking about it and uh hope hope to check your all guys show your all show out and uh, hope you guys uh follow us now that you know we've had the chance to meet each other and interact because you know yeah. mountaineers supporting mountaineers that just helps the content continue to grow and get the West Virginia brand out there out there bigger That's- and be- better which is what the ultimate goal is well, but idea follow your show yeah well yeah tell, tell us, us how out, to follow on, uh, yeah, absolutely. YouTube, uh, Country Roads Webcast, uh, any podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon, all those. You can check it out, Country Roads Webcast. And then we got a Facebook Twitter, too. we're at WVU Country Roads. Yep, Facebook, Country Roads Webcast. The video versions of the podcast are always up on YouTube and Facebook, and the audio is up on any podcast platform for sure. But I know I don't, I don't want to keep you guys too much longer, but I'd be amiss if I didn't ask you guys about – the biggest news of the off season, well, arguably the biggest news of the off season, you know, you could go with the Graham Harrell hire as well, but more recently, the big news that's going to affect the twenty twenty two W season is we got to get your eyes' thoughts on J T Daniels and what he means to the Mountaineers for this upcoming season to go out and get a quarterback with some experience when versus when you had three guys who have not started a game yet at this level before. Um, What are your uh, thoughts on JT Daniels and the the significance for West Virginia this season and how big that was uh, for the Mountaineers, Tommy? Wolf, whoever wants to take it first. Take it.
1: No, take it. I want to hear what your breakdown is because then I want to critique it.
2: (laughs) Well, I think any time that you can add to a position where you have a lack of experience, it's a positive thing. Obviously, JT Daniels, has, you know, been at the forefront of college football and performed at a high level during the times that he wasn't hurt. And that's a big get for us because a lot of the concern, uh, you know, was simply we had a lot of talent, but no experience. So, you know, certainly I think it's an exciting opportunity to bring in a guy that's got experience. And I hope that he beats out the other three guys. Who knows? I mean, we got four guys now competing to play quarterback. One of them's coming here with more experience and reputation. we got other guys that know the team better, and they're going to be hungry. So I think it breeds more competition as well, and so I, I think that's great. And I am for whoever is the best person to be under center. I don't care if they're a freshman or a senior. I don't care where they come from. Everyone's going to go out on the field, and everyone's going to earn it. So that's why I'm excited, is we got more people fighting
1: to lead us. Well, Are you done? I'm done. Okay. Well, I think you've been listening <laughs> to me too much. I'll tell you that much. That wasn't bad for being Tommy, too, right? there. I want to say this. Uh, yeah, one time he was a five-star uh, product, correct? So, again, yeah, that doesn't suck. Yes, all right? right? Having him in there, we have three guys that have not started the game. He is a proven commodity for when he has been in the game but he's missed 35 games as well. So he's got a lot to prove. He's admitted himself that he wants to obviously uh, prove that he can be, what, consistent. So consistency has got to be a big part. We don't need him for three games. We need him for 12, right? That's what we need to have a guy like that that's a leader. He's been at Georgia. He's been at USC. He's been with Graham Harrell. He obviously can fit into the offense, and I think that it's – as again, as the, what Tommy too said, is it's, it's about competition. And, you know, iron sharpens iron, man. That's on Mike Johnson's wall in the weight room, right? As one person uh, sharpens another. Uh, the competition is what it's all about. And getting that competition in that quarterback room, the game is all about the quarterback now, okay, because they have to make the decisions that run the offense. Are they going to throw the ball with the check with me packages? Uh, are they going to pass the ball? You know, where are they going to go to? Where's the blitz come from? What's the coverage? The game is all about the quarterback and the execution. And having a guy with that type of talent uh, is something that seriously uh, is well, well needed. And, again, having an offensive line that can hold up, having running backs that Chad Scott said this spring, the best thing they did was they didn't miss any recognitions of blitzing. Okay, Because mm-hmm. that you couldn't say that last year. So, again, going back to that, you sit there and you think about the pieces being put together. If Jared Dagey could have had some time, okay, to throw the ball, he he showed when he did have time that he could execute, okay? When you don't throw the ball, I don't care who you are, even if you're uh, uh, Troy, Troy Aikman or Tom Brady or whatever quarterback's your guy, if you don't have time to throw and make decisions, then you got real trouble. And of course, there's a lot of that whole offense leading into those decisions. Not just the offensive line. It was running backs. Maybe some bad decisions by Jared. But I will tell you this, man. And this is off topic, but Jared Denge is one of the toughest individuals I've ever watched. Because he stood in there and got killed. Okay? And still tried. So all my respect to him. Western Kentucky. I think it's Western Kentucky he went to. So Mm -hmm. good luck to him. But you know, having Graham Harrell, JT Daniels, Nico Marchio, you know, Will Goose Crowder, GG Garrett Green. Okay, they're all gonna be competing if they're here, which I think they will be. But again, you can't help but say that's a great addition and may the best man win because we're Mountaineer Nation and we only want the best for WBU.
2: Yeah, I, my thing was. I, yeah, I want you, to add yeah.
1: something if I can.
2: You know, I think one thing that's going to be unique about JT Daniels is he is only going to be here for a very short period of time, okay? You know, I think by all guesstimates, obviously he's expecting to have a successful season and then get drafted, okay? And so, you know, he's going to arrive here in June. Um, He's going to be gone in December or after a January bowl game that we pray for, okay? And so, you know, I think in – Mountaineer Nation falling in love with our quarterbacks and really becoming a part of the community and loving and feeling the energy of the stadium. With him only being here for a short time, you know, I think that's going to be a, a quick culture jump in for him. And, you know, I think to some of the younger guys that are here and going to be here in the future, you know, it's a little bit of a different path that they're on. You know, they're going to be here and learn and earn that fan engagement for the future. And, you know, so I do think it's a little different than, you know, he's only going to come, he's only going to be here, hopefully a year, because he's going to do well and he's going to go into the draft. So he's only going to be here six months. So, you know, how all that spins and everything, you know, I don't know, but I just... That's it. No, I, I, know,
1: I know how it's spinning for you because you're trying to put it all together in your super agent thinking brain. <laughs> okay, so you got you got Nico Marchio, the, uh, the Italian army. You got, oh, by the way, I tell you, I got my pepperoni roll commercial on the TV. <laughs> by the way, oh, the Italian army, pepperoni roll. right? Well, there's the connection. That's how he thinks right there. So he's giving you his layout. I'll tell you what, that's good stuff, but what's better is the fact that we have that option to go to any one of those guys, any one of them. And, and they said, the best person is going to win. And uh, whoever that is, then that's just good for Mountaineer Nation.
2: Amen.
1: Whoever the
3: best
2: yeah. man is for okay. Mountaineer Nation is the best person for the job. That's what we need. No,
3: absolutely. And I think something that doesn't absolutely. get talked about enough is the fact that the guy is a national champion. Right. Like you, you can't take that away from him. Like he is a national championship, and he was the guy for a national championship team at the beginning of the year, and lost that due to injury. So, like I, people can say whatever they want to. The fact that he's an, and it brings that national championship just mindset with him. Just like that could be a big change in our locker room for just kids to see. You know the mindset it takes to, you know, step on the field and do that. Get so. it done. Absolutely. And yeah. the
2: roots that he can help us with. There's a million things, man. It's mm-hmm. a blessing.
0: Yeah. Definitely, blessing, definitely um, a blessing for Mountaineer Nation. One Amen. last thing. Don't
1: think. But NIL then come into play and getting a five-star recruit to come to campus. I have no idea about the details. I don't know what it is, but I guarantee you, that's how important NIL is. Is that that's going I'm sure it had to. There's no way it doesn't. Uh, and that's the future of college sports. So West Virginia can, when they use the right resources, get a five-star player to come to Morgantown.
0: Absolutely, the proof's in the pudding right there on Boom. that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, so I know kept you guys a little bit longer than we wanted to and uh, planned to, but you know, get talking Mountaineers and uh, we could, we could go all day here. But uh, before we get out here before you, let you guys go just one more time if you uh, want to tell Mountaineer Nation where they can find your all show and, and when it's going to be debuting and uh, all the great com- uh, content coming. If you've had a great time here, you're definitely going to want to check that out, Tommy too and and Wolfman. I know we've had a great time with them. Yeah, we'll be checking you know, it out. Had for a sure. great time listening and watching. So uh, if you guys just want to you know tell people the name of the channel where they can find it and uh, just push that out a little. Bit
1: so because this is YouTube, I'm going to just say it's Wolfman and Tommy 2 show right there on YouTube. And yep. just go to it, uh, subscribe to it. We just started the channel. I have a whole bunch of all my videos up there, but uh, recently the the, the recognize it is the spring game, the 2022 spring game. Uh, we're going to be putting in a whole lot more of Wolfman and Tommy 2 because uh, you can't shut them up and just witness it for the last 35 minutes. Uh, okay, so again, that you go to Wolfly64 on Twitter. You go to @wolfman_wv on Facebook. That's my public page, my professional page, uh, and of course, like so forget anything, Tommy too. We're going to have it all the podcasts, uh, everything that you just mentioned out there, and all of that. We have a ton of advertisement because Tommy just likes to see his face all the time out there rolling. And what else, Tommy too? Go ahead. I think you covered all the bases,
2: man. Yeah, we're just uh, going to be out advertising on lots of different places. We've mentioned the YouTube channel and, you know, man, just all the same places that people find all the great stuff, just like your guys' uh, podcast, man, you know, that, that's where they'll find us.
1: You know, I, I want to thank you guys too because, honestly, uh, you guys are positive about WVU and West Virginia. Uh, yeah, big, uh, big fan. Really uh, appreciate the job that you're doing. I would say keep it up if you will, in a non-condescending way because we all have to play our roles and we all have to keep going. Have fun talking about the Mountaineers too. It's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to do so. So enjoy yourself when you do. And let's get Mountaineer Nation going in a positive way of thinking, a positive direction, and let's sure hope our sports teams have a really successful season and future seasons.
0: Let's go to that. Well said. Okay. Hey, well said. That, that means a lot, definitely definitely means a lot uh, coming from you guys and uh, we'll continue to you know, push the positive positivity, tell people to trust the climb. That's what we've been doing since the beginning and what you need, you know, they're going to get back on top of that mountaintop. Uh, no doubt in my mind for sure. And, Really appreciate you guys and just honored to have you all on and appreciate the listeners for tuning in to the country roads webcast as always. And if you're watching on the video side, one more time, hit that subscribe button. Like I always like to say, it helps us. It helps you helps get more of this Mountaineer football content out to Mountaineer nation. If you're listening on the podcast on an Apple podcast, go ahead and drop us a review and hit that like button on Facebook. That helps or on YouTube rather that helps the YouTube algorithm. But if you want to hit it on Facebook too, that's fine. We'll take all the likes we can get, but appreciate to- Tommy too and Wolfman for joining us. For my co-host, Brad, as always, I'm Jordan Cruz. And until next time, let's go. Bound in. If you
3: really want to know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those streets.